Do you believe what happens in Vegas stays in Vegas? We don't, because we're going to tell you all about our adventures in this episode. You're listening to Travel FOMO, a podcast for people self-diagnosed with Wanderlust. Welcome to the Travel FOMO podcast. I'm Jamin Houghton. I'm here with my co-host and wife, Hillary. Hello, guys. We're kicking off our second season, and we're calling it Cities in the States. Uh, Last season, we took you across the pond, and this season, we're staying here on our own turf. That's right, and we are taking you to some of our favorite cities in the U.S., including New Orleans, Chicago, San Antonio, Orlando, um, and, of course, we're starting off with the infamous Vegas. Las Vegas. (laughs) But before we start, uh, take a moment to subscribe to the Travel Fumba podcast from wherever you're listening. Uh, That'll ensure that you get notified every week when the new episode drops. That's right. Yes. Vegas, baby. Oh, my gosh. I honestly cannot think of how many times that we have said that. Not only in planning every trip to Vegas, and there have been a lot, Yeah. but just looking forward to recording this episode, I feel like I've said that a million times. (laughs) Like, Vegas, baby. Vegas, baby. We've, We've been to Vegas five times together, right? Yes. And then we've also both been on our own as well. So we have a lot of stories to tell. And um, yeah, what do you think of whenever you think of Vegas? Um, I mean, I think the like kind of the obvious thing is the casinos. Yeah. Um, I think everyone before they or at least most people probably before they go to Vegas, they've they've probably seen Vegas in movies yeah. Um, movies like The Hangover, the Oceans movies, mm-hmm. like I think 11 and 13, they're there. Uh, 21 with Kevin Spacey. Uh, even like more classic comedies like Swingers, stuff like that. Rain Man is a like, there's a big right? Vegas part a, there. Yeah. Even like way back Casino, uh, Vegas Vacation, Fear and Loathing in Las Vegas. So like, oh my gosh, so many. Yeah, like lots of movies really kind of introduce the like, the concept of Vegas to people, but it really is kind of all about the, the casinos and that that's kind of what you're there to see. Right. I mean, it's crazy because the casinos themselves, they are everything. They are hotels, they are shopping, they are entertainment. Everything happens in casinos and it makes Vegas so interesting and unique. And I mean, I just think about things like the Bellagio fountains and then a lot of people, they know about the fountains, but they don't necessarily know that if you take the time to go into the Bellagio, they have like this amazing flower garden. Oh, that's super cool. Yeah. Um, We go there every single time and it's always different. And we've been several times at Christmas and it is like it's got a real wow factor at Christmas how they um, use flowers it's unbelievable um, to to decorate and then you've got things like Treasure Island and the pirate show and (laughs) (laughs) which is maybe you know it's seen its day probably but um, then the Mirage has their volcano that explodes regularly um, which is entertaining Um, if you go inside Caesar's Palace, they've got moving statues. And then, um, I mean, Mandalay Bay is so unique. It's got yeah. the beach. Right, yeah. Pool. Yeah, it's got its is, own vibe thing. Right, um, which I've never been to, but I've we've looked over at it from the Cosmopolitan before and thought, like, <laughs> wow, that's kind of crazy. And then, I mean, New York, New York, you've got roller coasters going in and right. around comes through and around we rode that like we rode that roller coaster that was mm-hmm. a lot of fun yeah. that was a lot of fun and um 
And then Paris has its Eiffel Tower, and the Cosmopolitan has its chandeliers, and the Flamingo is just the Flamingo. It's like classic Vegas, right? right? It's exactly what you think of when you think of Vegas. And then Monte Carlo, Planet Hollywood, MGM Grand, they have their lions. There's just so much. It's um, it, But you're right. It really is focused all on the different casinos. Right. And they're all like... They all have, like you said, they all have their thing that that they're known for that you want to see. And, yeah. And so they're all worth going to just to see them, like just to go through. Like the first time I went, that's really kind of a lot of what the trip was, was just going into all the different ones and seeing what there was. So right. cool. Mm-hmm. And we, we stayed, the first time that we went together, we stayed at the Stratosphere. Yeah. Which is kind of... It's in between like downtown old Las Vegas and like the strip where everything kind of happens now. Right. It's like cheap, but not convenient. Right. Yeah. <laughs> you're going to sacrifice something. Yes. Yeah. You're you're going to have to take a, a cab ride anywhere that you really want to go. Right. But or the deuce. <laughs> yes. You can also ride the deuce. <laughs> That's true. We'll, ta- we'll, we'll, we'll talk, talk about a little that. bit about the deuce <laughs> here in a minute. Um, but that trip... We went with Chad and Sarah. Yeah. Which is there are friends that um, that have been friends for a long, long time. Like I've known Chad since we were little kids. You've been friends with Sarah, for, and they're actually how we met since college. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And oh, yeah, they are how we met. They and are how and we our met. trip with them to Vegas was the first trip we went on as a couple. Right. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So we'd never like really traveled together until we went on that Vegas trip. Yeah. 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 And uh, the stratosphere, it's known for it's like it has kind of what is close to Seattle Space Needle. Mm-hmm. And so you and you can go up in it. You can go up to the top. There's actually a restaurant up there and an observation deck mm-hmm. and um, great views. Right. Really cool. I think it's either the tallest or second tallest observation point west of the mississippi okay um so you're way up there you can see out like you can see out to the mountains you can see all of the strip like it's it's pretty cool up there but they Mm -hmm. also have rides up there that you can go on we've been up a couple times um there's like a ride that just shoots you straight up and down Mm -hmm. there's a, a set of swings um that you essentially at an, an arm takes you out over the edge and you swing. And as it starts to go faster and faster, you sort of get vertical and are swinging over. We've done that uh, on our trip with Chad and Sarah. You guys rode the, I think, is it called the insanity? Um, It was either that or the big shot. I think it was the big shot. Um, And we kind of like right. dangled out <clears throat> over the edge um, and it kind of like catapults you almost like this big arm that just kind of like, drops down and you just right. kind of like drop down it was terrifying <laughs> it i was looked... glad that chad was willing to do it because nobody else was yeah sarah and i uh, observed for that little <laughs> part of the adventure <laughs> so that like that was crazy i remember most about that not that trip but most about that experience of going up there was coming down mm. we got in the elevator and all of a sudden, all the like the security guard is getting messages on his walkie-talkie, yeah, and all this stuff. And 
And because a security guard takes you up and down the elevator and takes a few minutes because you're going all these stories up and down and we make it to the bottom and there's just chaos, people kind of running everywhere. And (laughs) it really was. Yeah. Like, and we see the fire department show up. Originally we thought there was a fire in one of the restaurants and we found out that, uh, someone had jumped. Yeah. Off the top, that like really literally sobering. minutes after we were up there. Yeah. And they had actually crashed through the ceiling of the McDonald's all the way at, down mm. at the at the ground level, which is so was so crazy because it, yeah. you know, and, and at first, like the, the rumor was swirling around that that they fell off one of the rides. Oh, that's right. And we were like, oh, we were just up there riding the rides. Saying that out loud, like, how scary would it be if you fell off this ride? Right. Yeah. Yeah. And but it it turns out that um, it was it was a a girl and she had not like she had not fallen off one of the rides, but she had deliberately jumped like she had jumped over a couple of railings to like go out, which was crazy. And. I remember thinking at the time, like, wow, this is going to be a really big, like, kind of news story or, like, Mm -hmm. this is going to be a big, like, happening. But then we we found out that everything just kind of went back to normal. I remember us asking a a cabbie about it, and they were like, no, it kind of happens a lot. And so... The new, and it's really bad for business to, to be reported. Yeah. Yeah. And it was bad for business. So then people don't necessarily know that it happens all the time. Right. They don't talk about it. It just kind of like, they just sort of like move clean on. up and then move on. Like, which oh, is really so crazy. Sad. It was, we were really heavy hearted about that too. Like it was not the kind of thing that you expect to see happening in Vegas. Um, not that we saw it, but that, you know, just the idea of something like that, um, was just really heavy. And, and, you know, it sounds like gambling obviously is a big thing in Vegas and sometimes gambling, um, losses might be, um, part of that, you know, um, the heartbreak that people are feeling when they're there. Um, and sometimes it's just the fact that they go somewhere where, um, nobody is, but I just want to take a moment to pause and make sure people have resources because topics like this can be really triggering for people. Yeah. And this is a really good moment to remind people that there are resources. Right. So if somebody that is listening is um, experiencing suicidal ideations or anything like that, we just want to make sure that they know that the National Suicide Prevention Lifeline is available. It's 24 hours a day, seven days a week. The number for that is 1-800-273-8255. And um, I'm just going to repeat that one more time. I just feel like this is a really Mm -hmm. important thing before we move on um, and a really important topic. 1-800- Two seven three eight two five five, and um, and I, I have called that hotline on behalf of people I love, and and I will say that they will talk you through things. They'll help you know make sure that you know what resources you can point other people to, and um, and make sure that um, that people know that they're loved and they're not alone. And um, it's. Um, kind of amazing i just had to pause and no i think i think that's a really great point in that you know in because vegas does have those things like you said gambling 
drugs, things like that, that people can go out, get mixed up in, get in over their heads and then feel like, like they can't get out. But there yeah. is like, there's ways stuff can get fixed. Like yeah. you, it's Nothing not too far. Bad. It's not too late. Mm-hmm. Like there's still, there's still hope right. like, that can come. And it's, it's sad to see people lose that, especially in the midst of so much celebration or, or not even celebration, but just people there on vacation, people there to have fun. And then knowing that there, there are other people there in such a dark spot. Right. Yeah. Um, still living out heartbreak and, um, and it, you know, that's a great point actually in regard to travel, you know, people travel with baggage, you know, you are who you are and you take it with you wherever you go. And so, um, just, you know, it's, it's a sobering topic, but it's important to remember that, um, uh, that people, you know, the things that we have that we're struggling with as individuals, um, you know, that, that goes with us and, and traveling doesn't necessarily wipe that all away. Right. Right. Like it doesn't, you know, you kind of imagine like going on this trip and just all your problems being solved and that's not necessarily the case. And, um, uh, but there's help out there. So, yeah, absolutely. And, and you can, you can use travel to, you know, find that, find that space to think. And sometimes it, it drives you to a bad place, but rather than that, like use that space to work through. Mm, that's good. And when you travel, don't avoid, don't avoid that stuff. Cause it's just going to be waiting for you again, but take that time and that space to work through and, and to work through those things in a, in a positive way to work on yourself when you have those, those kind of moments of being separated from what's normal in life. That is a really good point. Really good advice. I really want to tell you about this great new thing that I found. Every time I bring it on a trip, I am so glad that I did. It saves me money, it makes life easier, and I'm honestly, I'm better looking because of it. The only problem is I haven't found it yet. So if your product can make our lives better, let's talk because we want to know and we want to share. You know, that's a hard story to follow. <laughs> right. But um and and we have honestly been so lucky to go to Vegas for different reasons and have great experiences. Um so mm-hmm. our experiences have been um fortunately we feel really blessed that it's been just the opposite for us. Um, and, you know, people, they go to Vegas for all different kinds of reasons, right? Yeah. So, you yeah, know. Absolutely. Um, I feel like I'm always hearing about a conference in Vegas. <laughs> yeah, actually, a, a lot of people go to Vegas for work. Yeah. yeah, they really do for, like, these random conferences. Um, and, I'm, I mean, everyone from, like, videographers to lawyers to, like, just anything you can imagine. It's so interesting, the different industries that they all kind of circulate there in Vegas. It's funny because I know, I know a few people in sales that have conferences in Vegas and they go every year. And to them, it's like, oh, we got to go, like, because <laughs> they're, like standing in a booth all day and then like taking clients out for a fancy dinner and rinse repeat and then flying back home and it's not like not as much fun right yeah they're not out enjoying it they're they're working right and ironically you and i have never been 
for work no. or for a conference. Mm-mm. No. <laughs> Just for fun. <laughs> <laughs> Which means that we have paid ourselves to go multiple times to Vegas. Like yes. Endlessly almost. Um, but one of the most interesting things that we did in Vegas um, is, and this is not a typical reason people go to Vegas, um, but we were there when they shut the streets down for a marathon. Yeah. And that was really fun. And um, that, it was my fifth marathon, something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, yep. And uh, I don't even know if that's true, but um, that sounds right, though. Yeah. There. Yeah. And we were traveling with our friends, Jeremy and Casey and Chad and Sarah again. Yep. Um, and you you hear about these people a lot and you will uh, continue to. And Jeremy Miller, um, there was yep. like several of us that all got to go. So it's kind of a bigger group this time. And we were staying at Planet Hollywood. Ah, I loved staying at Planet Hollywood. That was so cool. The rooms are really cool. There. They really were. I didn't know what to expect, but it was great. I loved it. I loved the location. I loved the shopping that was in there. Mm-hmm. It was really good. Yeah. It was awesome. Yeah, um, that was a great trip. Yeah. And I will never forget the FOMO that I had. You know, we talk about travel FOMO and our fear of missing out. I had legit Vegas FOMO when I was laying in bed and I had to leave <laughs> the club early. And you guys were having this great time at Aria and y'all were like dancing it up and just, oh, it was so great. And I had to go back to the room and I was just like, oh. Yeah, you were a little grumpy about sad. that. I was really grumpy. <laughs> and then. And I couldn't sleep, and the hotel itself was amazing, but you can still hear everything. And so I could hear people next door partying it up. It was like their pre-party, and I was done for the night. <laughs> and so they had, like, music blaring, and I, oh, my gosh, I it was um, it was really rough. And then the lights of Vegas were, like, screaming at me from the window. I will never <laughs> forget that night. <laughs> and um, What time did you have to get up? I mean, that. really early. I'm sure it was I remember, like 5 a.m. Yeah, it was like super early. Yeah, because I had to like walk to the start line because, at you know, they shut down the streets. So there's no going to – you're not taking a cab anywhere. Right. And it wouldn't have helped anyway. And had to walk to the um, – to Mandalay Bay to the starting line on the strip and, you know, get in all of the, you know, uh, funnels of people and the corrals and stuff and – And it was so nerve wracking because like you're truly on your own. You are in a city you don't know. Um, You are doing it by yourself. Um, Mm -hmm. And a lot of people don't necessarily, you know, I don't know. I think running a marathon by yourself might be one of the hardest things I've ever done. And you got to like find it in yourself to to really do it. Yeah. So I was really pretty nervous about it and then ner- nervous about all the drinking I'd been doing and how dehydrated <laughs> I probably was. Um, but, how um, helpful that would be. Yeah, but but yeah, they shut down the strip and it, this is one of the only times that they shut down the strip, right? Because they do it for what, New Year's Eve? Yeah, I think New Year's Eve and, and then the marathon. the marathon. And that's yeah. it. And yeah, that's the only reasons that they too much it. of a money-making business for them to shut this down. So it is a big deal. And this was back, I was doing the marathon when it was the Rock and Roll Marathon, and they did it in the morning. 
mm-hmm. instead of the evening. Now they do it in the evening, which I think is really cool um, to see the lights at night and all that kind of stuff would be really cool. But um, but by all means, um, also, I think people would be more likely to do it because you don't have to wake up early in Vegas. I do wonder how many I remember wondering because you got up so early mm-hmm. to go and then I I got up to go like cheer you on because I knew about what time you would like be coming by Planet Hollywood. And so I was going to go out and, and cheer you on. And I remember getting up and thinking like, man, this is kind of early and wondering how many people were signed up for the marathon, but were it. like, nah. <laughs> Right. It was a good excuse to come to Vegas, but I'm not going to do it. (laughs) I kind of twisted my ankle last night. Right. Dancing. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. You know, it was so interesting, too, because it was unlike any other experience, for sure, because there was, um, you know, you think about drive-thru weddings and, like, these different weddings that you have in Vegas, right? Impromptu Mm -hmm. weddings. Well, they had run-through weddings, so people who were running the race (laughs) could just, like, run up and, like, have somebody, like, you know marry them right then and there in front of everybody it was so crazy so i ran past some you know husbands and new husbands and wives and you get to congratulate them along the way and it's really fun and then to see them along the route is so fun too and stuff um and the first half of the marathon was amazing because you're just running down the strip it is like a huge hollywood set at this the only way i can describe it because the sun was coming up it was just so picturesque and then you've got these massive massive buildings and you're seeing them in the daylight and i'm used to seeing them at night but you know during the day it was just so different and there was nobody on the streets but us it was crazy it was it was crazy to see cuz when i came out to to cheer you on i remember crossing a bridge and looking down the street that you're so used to be seeing just like full of traffic mm-hmm. and it being just people. Tons of people. And you took some cool photos. Yeah, it was kind of crazy. Yeah. And the second half was a lot less impressive. I'm not going <laughs> to lie. I was like, I will never, I would definitely do the half marathon, but not the second half based on that route. But um, it's just, they had us running through like industrial areas and not even great neighborhoods. It was like parking lots like I remember running through a parking lot and I was like are you serious like you just adding on a like a tenth of a mile right here this is really bad <laughs> yeah. I but, I do think that that was was ill-planned based on based on what you told me yeah. about it like but it does sound really cool to be able to run the whole strip because you ran the full strip like from one end yeah all the way to the other yeah that was cool and um the crazy part is too vegas is so big and the strip is shut down so when you're done you have a long ways to go to get back to wherever you came from so instead of putting in 26.2 miles that day i'm sure i put in like oh gosh 30 miles yeah i remember meeting you at the finish line and then knowing like everyone was back having lunch at our hotel and we were going to go meet him and i remember telling you like i've looked and tried to figure it out and there's no good way for us to get back other than to just walk the mile and a half back there wasn't there was no <laughs> yeah. good way yeah i was really grateful that you were there you were like my like loyal boy <laughs> my loyal guy that was like there cheering me on because everyone else was like we're glad you came up with a reason for us to come to vegas but we are not coming out to cheer you on <laughs> yeah there was, 
There was fewer people up to finish line than what I thought there'd be. But. <laughs> Too funny. <laughs> but Vegas is, is one of those places, whether you're going for an event like that or you're just mm-hmm. going to go to go, that you can kind of do... You can kind of run the gamut as far as options of you can go super cheap, like Vegas has great deals and lots of people will try to sell you on a trip to Vegas on like, oh, it's so cheap. Yeah. Because you can go, you can get flights cheap and like the Mm -hmm. casinos will pair up with airlines to run deals deals. and things like that. And so you really can get a great room and a flight to Vegas for pretty cheap. Mm -hmm. But you can also like you can live it up if you want like you can go you can go stay downtown on like fremont street and like the golden nugget which Mm -hmm. is still like nice it's great um and stay there really cheap and eat there pretty cheap and and hang out and do stuff and get two dollar heinekens and things like that Uh, or you can go to the win (laughs) and break the bank right and just like pay all of your money to them (laughs) so that you can stay for two days (laughs) yep and you can, you know, you can cram several people in a room. Yeah. Like we've done that where mm-hmm. it was, you know, the room's full of people. And or you can get a penthouse uh, yep. all to yourself and, yep. you know, just live it up. Yeah. Uh, you can do all you can eat buffets downtown for like three ninety nine, or yeah. you can go have an amazing steak dinner and go see a great show. Uh, getting around Vegas is, is another way where you can spend a little bit or spend a lot. Like you can, uh, ride the deuce, which is a bus. And I think it's like $2. (laughs) And by bus, we mean kind of like shuttle bus. Yeah. It's a shuttle bus and it's like a double decker bus that stops at every casino, which sounds like great because then I can go see whichever one I want. Except when the one you want to see is like eight casinos away and it takes you an hour to get there. Oh my gosh, it could take forever. And I'll just never forget like that repeating voice. Have fun. Ride the deuce. Yep. $2 one way, $5 all day. Oh my gosh, you know it. Yes, I I heard it many, many times. Many times, especially the times we stayed at like the stratosphere or somewhere that was a little bit further away. And I was like, ah, we should probably, if we don't, if we walk this, it's going to be a long night and day. Oh yeah. Just miserable. But one thing that I will say about getting around like don't ride the deuce, just get a cab or something like that. Unless you just really, really need to save the money. Um, but from the airport, you can actually get a limo, uh, to take you to your hotel, your, your casino or wherever it is you're going from the airport for really a pretty reasonable price, especially if you've got three or four people, uh, what you would pay for a cab, like for just a little bit more, you can actually get a limo and it's kind of fun. Like it's cool. We've done that a couple of times where yeah. you show up and the guy's waiting for you and throws your bags in and your you get to show up in style. And, yeah. yeah. Several days later when you're broke and going back to the hotel, you can just take a cab. But when you get there, like you should take Arrive a limo. Drive in style. It right? is so fun. And like they'll have champagne for you in the limo mm-hmm. and all kinds of stuff. And I remember the first time we did it, it was a Hummer limo. 
Yeah. And it was so legit, right? Yeah, it yeah. It was a Hummer limo, or, mm-hmm. or at, at the very least, it was like a, um, like a long limo. No, it was it was a Hummer it was limo. A Hummer limo. And, yeah. And it was, and that was amazing. And then the next time we thought we were getting a limo, and we got like a limo sedan. Right, it was that more was of a with, town car. Yeah, with my brother and Wes and his wife, and, and we great. were we all three, we all four looked at the car, and we were like, "That's not our car." <laughs> yeah. And he was like, "Yep," and we we're like, like oh. mm, "You need to grow it a little bit." And so we crammed in the back seat. And yeah, it was like, yeah. So I didn't know my limos at the time. Now I know. Yeah, <laughs> we do a little better booking. Right, but uh, and you can shop like you can shop from. Gucci to the dollar store. And it's everything there. And all kinds of stuff. Yeah. It's just so, like, it's just crazy. A a little bit, like, a little bit of everything. Mm -hmm. And the whole gamut of options are there for you. Yeah. I do love that. Just like you're saying, you can go really cheap or you can go really expensive. Yeah. But everybody can go to Vegas right. in their own way. Yeah. Right. Yeah. That's awesome. And there's so many activities for everyone. Like you were talking about shopping. I mean, great shopping. I, that is the thing I bring money for. Some people bring money for gambling. <laughs> you do. And I bring money for shopping. And oh my goodness. And I also save space in my um, suitcase. Because the first one of the first times I went um, with Sarah and Reese Ivan and um, Faith Hudson, we had an amazing time and we went shopping and we like I got so much stuff that like I couldn't like put it back in my suitcase basically and so i was like oh my gosh and so from that point on i was like okay i need to remember i'm gonna love to go shopping and so i'm gonna bring money for it and i am going to make sure i have room for it but yeah so all that to say great shopping um people go golfing that's a big deal mm-hmm. whenever yeah. you're there um of course the gambling like we were saying you always have money for gambling yeah. what do you do to save up for gam- for a trip to vegas so what i do is i save my change like in between, so if I, you know, go to Seven Eleven and buy a Coke and get 87 cents and change back, yeah, like that at the end of every day when I come back, I put it all into a jar mm-hmm. and that jar just waits and fills until the next time that we go to Vegas and <laughs> I take it to a coin machine and cash it all in and we'll take that to to gamble with because i do like i like to gamble like play blackjack craps things like that yeah. uh, three uh three card poker and it's a lot of fun i enjoy it but i also know that they build the big buildings and they keep the bright lights on not because they are giving away a lot of money <laughs> not because you're winning <laughs> right <laughs> yeah they are. <laughs> so um it's always it's always good to keep in mind when you're going to vegas to gamble to view it as entertainment. Yeah. And if you happen to win a little bit, great. Awesome. And yeah. um, you had a good time. That's right. So I, I limit it that way. But, yeah, that's that's always my plan is throwing, throwing some change in the jar because one day we're going to go to Vegas. Yeah, that's awesome. Um, I've always thought that was a really smart approach, too. Um, and, yeah, there are other things to do. You know, we talked about the rides, you know, Stratosphere, New York, New York. Um, then there's the Fremont Street experience, which um, for the people who stay down in, like, 
the new part of Vegas, you really want to go ahead and like check out old Vegas. Yeah, go to go yeah. downtown. Because like Fremont Street has a lot of stuff going on and it is the original Vegas. So right. you don't want to miss out on that. And um, there's interesting things like um, the Golden Nugget has a shark tank, which is really kind of crazy to see. Yeah. Um, like you said, there's buffets and all kinds of stuff, but there's also a zip line experience where you go zipping down like over Fremont Street and all right. these lights and, and casinos and everything around you. Anyway, it's kind of um, kind of looks really fun. We haven't done that, but that does look fun. And and then there's just other random things like this massive M&M store. <laughs> you do love the M&M store. I love it. It's like all the colors in the world. You could get ginormous bags full of M&Ms that are like solid pink or whatever you want. Anyway, mix your own mix and match all your own M&Ms. It's uh, so crazy. Um, I love that. And then there's the pool scenes. Yeah. Which we've had some great um, pool experiences. We got a cabana at New York, New York. Right at New York, New York with mm-hmm. uh, with Wes. Yeah, with Wes and his wife. And the um, we I'll never forget, like I can totally imagine being there and remember the cabana and everything and i remember there was a newspaper in the cabana and this tells you this would date us but um the amy winehouse had just died yeah and i like saw that on like in the newspaper and i was like what like and i love amy winehouse's music and so um that was like this moment of like what and you just kind of remember where you are in that moment but um i was in a cabana <laughs> in new york new york and um but that was a good time and um definitely worth getting a cabana somewhere yes it's such a cool experience it's so fun just schedule your whole day to be out at the pool run a cabana and just go to town it really is like really cool mm-hmm. and i I kind of went along with it. I was like, yeah, like it'll be, you know, it'll be a day's activity or whatever. And it's a, it's a little pricey and, and definitely depending on, on where you go True. and what you like, what all you want included, but, um, you can still do it pretty reasonably and it's really cool. Like they come by and check on you. It usually comes with some stuff depending on what level of package you want to buy, but, uh, it was great. Yeah, it really was great. And um, the ultimate pool experience that I had was at the Flamingo with Sarah and Reese and Faith. And it was insane. So packed. I mean, it was just this crazy experience of like tons of people all day long. And um, and it was a blast. Um, and I don't even think that's certainly not as crazy as it gets in Vegas either because the Hard Rock Hotel, they have crazy parties. Everybody has mm-hmm. crazy parties. It's, and the Palms, um, like, has that yeah. pool way up high and, like... It's, it's yeah. so crazy. Um, but anyway, so pool parties, it's a definite scene, and it could be some amazing people watching. You could have a really great time. Um, you will exhaust yourself all day, and you might not want to go out at night, so you need to kind of balance that out. But it's, like, <laughs> so much fun. I love it. And then, of course, you know, Vegas shows the shows yeah so good it's worth going to vegas just to see mm-hmm. a show mm-hmm. yeah i would love to like i've always wanted to take you to vegas one night just one night and like <laughs> be like hey pack your bags we're going tonight and go to vegas and see a show and go out to dinner and go you know just go out and just 
stay up all night long and then go home. <laughs> I mean, it would it would totally be worth it. That like the the nice dinners and the shows are really my favorite part, mm-hmm. uh, and totally worth just to go like just to go see amazing shows and eat great food. Like yeah. it's definitely worth a trip to Vegas. Yeah, definitely. And I mean, some of the shows we've seen, we saw Love, mm-hmm. which absolutely we adored it. I yeah. started crying. I loved it so much. <laughs> um, Ka, which between Ka and Love, those two are like. Yeah. Maybe my favorites. Yeah, they both really, really good and mm-hmm. just amazing from the from the moment they start until you're like, whoa, it's done. Oh, it's been a couple hours. And yeah, I did see stuff that was amazing, but you never look away. Yeah, you, you don't even ne- want to blink. Right. It's just incredible. Yeah. And um yeah, man. Oh my goodness. I I love those so much. Um, then we saw O, Zumanity, Blue Man Group, and Penn and Teller. <laughs> Penn and Teller, like not I, the top of the list. <laughs> I feel like they got a bad rap from you because we we went like I think we had been there a couple nights already. We'd been in Vegas for a little bit, and we had seen. Uh, I think we'd seen love already. And uh, then we went <laughs> and to see Penn and Teller because we wanted to do another show. We loved love so much. Mm-hmm. They were like, oh, we got to see another show. And so we went and saw Penn and Teller and it was a little bit slow. <laughs> it was, there was not a live music. I'll say that. <laughs> yeah. You were less impressed than you had been seeing Cirque du Soleil people flip around and do incredible gymnastics and things like that. And then you saw two uh, middle-aged white guys explaining magic. Well, one guy talking. What? Yeah. And the other guy doesn't even say anything. Yeah. He's very expressive though. Oh my gosh. It was like, (laughs) and I'm sure it's actually a really good show, but we were, we were all really tired too at that point. And we were like, just to sit down in such a quiet room with such a slow, <laughs> quiet. Well, and we had just like, we were already tired because we'd been there a couple of days. We went and ate a big dinner. I think we went to like Jimmy Buffett's or something. We did. Yeah. And uh, we ate a big dinner. Margaritas. And, like, yeah. Had like, had a couple of cocktails and then roll into Penn and Teller and it's a dark room, well air conditioned. And I remember looking over and seeing like, and you're like <laughs> snotting off, like you've got the rubber neck action going on where you're just like, your head's just bobbing up and down no trying worry. to stay awake. Good old Penn and Teller. Oh man. <laughs> yeah, that one, that, uh, we maybe, maybe wanted to have that one back. That one takes the cake. But you know what? The next, well, well, the next show I that to talk about that I really want to make sure we talk about is, um, I don't even know that we were calling it a show at the time. We didn't know what it was, but it was called Rose Rabbit Lie. Oh yes, Rose Rabbit Lie at the Cosmopolitan. That was such a crazy thing. So crazy, like I can't begin to articulate this, but I'm gonna try. Um, so. The story was we were traveling with our friends, Jeremy and Casey, mm-hmm. whom you've heard us talk about. Um, and this was back March 2014. Um, we all lived in Dallas, uh, Southwest Airlines. Thank you, Southwest. <laughs> they started doing like the, the straight flights, um, direct flights onto Vegas. And so that was 
you know, super easy. We were in our Shanti mode too. So we were like doing insanity and had some legit exercise regimes going on. We were getting ready to go to Vegas. <laughs> we were working hard and we were staying at the Cosmopolitan. And this trip, we were like, we'd done a lot of different trips where we had tried to be really affordable. But this, mm-hmm. we were all kind of like, no, we're doing this. We and are going to. Right. Oh, man. Glam all the way like Casey and I were like (laughs) where are my eyelashes where are my sequins where are my heels like we we just we did it all it was amazing um yeah even even Jeremy and I were suited and booted every night mm -hmm. like ready to go we all got dressed up and and I mean um, honestly that trip the Cosmo staying at the Cosmopolitan it's my favorite yeah it's really cool so great and um, we went out on our last night of our trip, and we've been looking forward to this the whole time. And we went to Rose Rabbit Light. It had just launched a few months before, and it was like marketed as a social experiment, which was really interesting. Like we didn't know what that meant, <laughs> <laughs> right? But um, it had a real secret appeal to it, and um, you didn't exactly know what you're going to get into. So there's all this anticipation about the unknown and all the promotions. And I was following it like crazy on Facebook and stuff, like trying to like make sure that like I knew, you know what this was and I could not figure it out and all it showed was two closed doors so you could see the doors where you would be walking through to go Mm -hmm. see what was behind those doors but you couldn't see behind the doors until you arrived right which was brilliant marketing from my perspective (laughs) I mean I'm totally you know FOMO (laughs) I totally it won me over and um no photos of the inside um but once we got in there it was um it was really cool it was um it was like a meal slash bar you know so like restaurant slash bar slash variety show yeah I guess you could say all in different rooms kind of happening everywhere and um we um, we had already eaten dinner in advance because we didn't know enough to know that it was going to be really expensive. Yep. I think we paid like Cirque du Soleil prices for just to get the in, show. right? Yeah, just yeah. for doors. Yeah, just to get in the door. And I mean, like expensive menu, like caviar, like right. All the things that like I haven't necessarily like felt I needed to pay that much money to like eat in one bite you know <laughs> yeah for kind of sure crazy. um and we bought tickets to the late show um even though we didn't really know what the show was um and it was really dark and the ambiance was so crazy and mysterious and and before you knew it there were like it started out with dancers all over the room and music mm-hmm. um and people dancing on the bar and then a rotating stage had new acts coming in and out and yeah, and the whole variety show thing, but in on it on a whole different level. Yes, yeah, it it really was crazy, and I will say, like, it, this is a really great example of why it's great for me to travel with you, because <laughs> I've like you saw the marketing for this, and you're like, oh, we've got to go, we've got to go do it. And my first reaction was like, we have no idea what it is. Why would we ever, like, why would we ever do it? We have no clue what it is. But it ended up being such a, a, just a crazy, a crazy experience. Like, it was an awesome time. So glad that the four of us got to go. Yeah. Uh, Really kind of the highlight of that trip. Yeah, it really was. And for me, like, I would have, like, I would not have gone. Yeah. Had, like... 
had it not been for you wanting to go. So, well, it's funny you say that too, because I remember a couple days leading up to it, I was at work and I was, um, up on the executive floor talking to some of the executives and I was, we were just in some meeting and I was like, you know, at the end of the meeting, somebody's like, so what do you have going on this weekend? You know? And I was like, well, actually I'm going to Vegas and I'm so excited because we're going to this place and we don't know what it is. And you know, the only thing we know is that like, there's two doors that are going to open and we get to walk through them and that's all we know. And I started like explaining all of like, you know, the mystery behind this and, and everything. And our, um, our president at the time at, at work, uh, Bert Marshall, Hey Bert, <laughs> and Michelle Riddell were in the room and Bert was like, you should not go. Like, he was like, do you realize that that sounds really shady? <laughs> it's just like, uh, I don't think, you know, like you, you might be a little naive for this. I don't know that you want to go there. And, um, so, and then it did make me start thinking like, yeah, we don't actually have any idea what's about to happen. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. We were. We were not prepared for anything. Nope. But, not prepared uh, for anything. But it was amazing. To go. There was like musical performers and dancers and an illusionist and um and after they they kind of migrated us all from the restaurant and the bar into another room that was more um I guess you could say performance ready. Right. Auditorium style almost. Mm-hmm. Um but it was more like you still sat at tables um, and, you know, but kind of tiered and everything. So you could kind of see people at the bottom that were performing at the bottom of the room. And um, there was this amazing female performer. She's like singing on a loop track and it was like so good. And then um, and then the show ended with this nightclub scene where like we all all the audience got to suddenly be a part of the night right and yeah. a part of the show in a way and they just turned the whole room into a dance floor and everyone got to come down and then dance with the performers and there was like a marching band that came like through on yeah, the like dance a drum floor. line yeah yeah drum line and like and it was so legit and the music was like club music but they had all of these different talented people weaving their way in and out between you while you're dancing to this club music <laughs> so cool and then yeah no it was madness it was so cool yeah it was it was definitely worth checking out and and just so interesting and vegas has that kind of stuff yeah like that's that's kind of why you go mm-hmm. is because like you're gonna see stuff that you haven't seen before yeah experience stuff that you haven't and it's probably going to be different the next time you go i love that about vegas i totally agree and i love that and you know, what is interesting, and this is kind of a, um, you know, it's it, it's how it is in Vegas, but um, you got to see a show when you can see it. You don't know when it'll be back right. or if it'll, yeah. you know, how long it'll last. Um, and in this instance, this place, Rose Rabbit Lie, it shut down in June 2014. They did reopen it later um, under the hotel's management um, and ownership, but as of July 2021, it wasn't even open anymore so and i think it was completely different than yeah it didn't sound like it was quite the same as what we had experienced um but yeah so it's just it just goes to show that like things are always changing in vegas and um but also there's probably going to be something new and amazing yeah it's going to replace that so right well and it's just so worth like the shows and and the meals that Mm -hmm. you can have in vegas Mm. oh my goodness that's one of the i mean that's 
why I would recommend not necessarily going like the super cheap route because mm-hmm. you can go find the really cheap stuff to eat. But if you're willing to spend the money, there's some amazing restaurants right. in Vegas. We've eaten at a Wolf King Puck restaurant oh, right. um, yeah. and I think at the MGM. But we also, uh, we ate at STK, the steakhouse in the Cosmopolitan. That was really good. Was amazing. Even their burger place, uh, Holstein's. Yeah. At I the love Cosmopolitan that. was really good. Like um, milkshakes and burgers and things like that. Like just phenomenal. Well, and hard to explain because, like, when we say milkshakes, we mean like milkshakes and the burger might be on top of the milkshake. <laughs> and, like, right. I mean, just crazy picturesque stuff that you're like Instagramming it's so Instagrammable yeah yeah in there and the like the buffets we did a few buffets like we did the buffet at the MGM Grand Mm -hmm. Um, we did the buffet at the Cosmopolitan and I think we had like the brunch buffet at the Cosmopolitan but food is so good yeah and just just incredible and then the like the placement of the restaurants like we went to that sushi spot in Planet Hollywood that overlooked and not over, overlooked the strip, but you could also see the Bellagio fountains. That was really cool. Yeah. And so you're sitting there eating dinner. And we had a private room, didn't and, we? Well, I, I think that's how the, kind of the whole restaurant is set up that way. Very cool. So it feels that way. But mm-hmm. yeah, like we were, because that was the trip where we stayed at Planet Hollywood and we were there was a bunch of us there. And we all went together. And overlook the strip and the fountains while yeah. you eat. The food's so good. And the dining experiences are just just incredible there. And even even if you even if you're just grabbing lunch, there's so many good places to like people watch yeah. in Vegas. Like oh, we so went fun. to the um that Mexican restaurant at Planet Hollywood. Yeah. And they have a patio and like a rooftop patio kind of. Um, right. And so you're, you're like a level up from the strip Mm -hmm. and then you're out on this patio. And so you're high enough up that people don't see you. Like people aren't walking by looking at you, but you are, you're essentially on the strip, like looking down. I remember we had lunch and then we just kept ordering drinks so that we could stay there and just people watch. And we sat there for a couple hours and it was hilarious just to see like all the different people come by and the way they look and what they're doing and what they're talking about and like all this stuff. Oh, funny. We could, we could remember, we could hear what them. Right. Yeah. You could hear what people were saying as they like walked by on the street below you, but they didn't recognize that that you were there. Yeah. And the people watching, there's just so many different people. It, It was so fun just to sit out there and, have some good food and and just watch people. Yeah. And I mean, you're tired, you know, Vegas, there's a lot of walking involved. So you are tired and you are going to want to sit down and rest. And it's amazing to get to do that, like, and have a good time. So like find a place with a view and do some people watching because it's super entertaining. And there's so many people that work the streets too. So like, um, whether it's, um, girls or people pushing their clubs, um, and trying to get you to come to one of their nightclubs or it might be someone um 
a lot of people in costume just posing right. for pictures. Right, get your picture taken with Spider Man or something. And you can see like... them reacting. Like they like try to get people's attention. They take the photo, and then when people walk away, you can see them like just like going. They just turn it right off. And, yeah, they turn <laughs> it right off. Maybe shake their head and say something bad about whoever just walked up to them. It's it's pretty entertaining. I'm not gonna lie. Yeah. Um, good that that was good stuff those are some of my favorite memories and that was just you and me right for most of that time i think so yeah that was just us like yeah yeah, it was a great time it was really fun and there's like there's the nightlife too yeah the night scene oh my goodness we have been to a piano bar in new york new york that just there's a there's a bunch of piano bars but man the one we went to was a great time in new york new york (laughs) any piano bar is amazing is a hoot right and but the kind of talent that they get in Vegas is truly remarkable. Well, there was a place near old Vegas called the downtown cocktail room. Oh yeah. I loved that place. And it was just a, like, um, kind of a retro looking bar. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Just a cocktail bar. But it was, and you would have looked from the outside. You'd been like, that looks like a small little office. Right, space. skip it. Yeah, no big deal at all. Oh my gosh, it was so cool. The cocktails were yeah. great. We love good cocktails, and the cocktails were really good. Yep. And it was close enough to downtown, it was a little cheaper. Mm-hmm. Um, and then they had just interesting things and um, like absinthe. I remember being like, what? They have absinthe? That's crazy. <laughs> like, just stuff like that was yeah. interesting. Well, and, and it was super chill in there, too. Mm-hmm. Like, just. You almost kind of walk out of Vegas and into this, like, into its own kind of world. This, like, yeah, yeah, (laughs) yeah. Like, yeah, it was super chill in there. Like, it really was great vibes. Yeah, and I mean, you know, people always talk about the clubs. Um, They are always changing. So the night scene with the clubs and stuff is just it's different yeah a lot it's changes all the time um you can watch for celebrity hosts that are there um i personally have never had enough energy to do that and um <laughs> you don't want to go see scott disick <laughs> <laughs> i mean i would go see scott maybe not paris hilton but i would go see scott disick um and then like you know it's fun you know everybody gets dressed up and you know um uh, one of the tips I keep remembering is you being like, you have to bring girls because they will not let you in if you don't oh, have a girl on your yeah. arm. If you're, if you're a bunch of dudes showing up to a club, like, just forget about it. Mm-hmm. You're either going to pay for table service, like pay for bottle service, or you're going to stand outside the whole night. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. And then some of my favorites that I remember was way back on my first trip to Vegas, going to Studio 54 with the girls, going with Liz and Melissa and Jessica. And um, and I thought that was um, pretty fabulous. And then we went to the vault in the Bellagio. <laughs> yeah. And that was like, we didn't spend a ton of time there, but we had so much fun fun well and great people watching do you remember mm-hmm. like the hand warmer oh yeah there was a <laughs> there was a guy and he was all over all over that whole club like anywhere you like if you turned around he was right there <laughs> and he had on i remember he had on like a white sports coat and a white hat and he i don't think that he was there with anyone but he was just trying to pick up girls and his move was like he would rub his hands together, like his hands were cold. Yep. Like, and we called him the hand warmer, <laughs> and oh, like man. just watched him the whole night. Like, 
there would be a group, group of girls dancing and he'd warm his hands up and walk over there and they would all just kind of scatter and, like, and then like he would just go break up another group. And that is uh, now one of our signature moves when we go out to, uh, to yeah. dance. Gotta you get know? those hands we warm. Gotta get the hand warmer out warm there. Warm them up. Oh my gosh. So funny. <laughs> I love it. And, and yeah, I think I mentioned Aria earlier. Um, we went to the Jewel or Jewel in mm-hmm. Aria and, uh, and that was a good one too. That's yeah. Fun. Yeah. But there's so many, so many, too many to count. There is, there is. I remember we tried to go, we tried to go to a club in the wind mm-hmm. and, but it was like, it was going to end up being a longer wait than, than really what we wanted to do. And so we were like, we'll just go, like, we'll go back to the next place and to kind of like keep things like keep, keep things energy. in motion like we're like well we'll stop and have shots at and it's just like the just the casino bar like i'm like just give us four shots of fireball <laughs> we were on a fireball and, kick at the time right and and i knew like that's it's super cheap like and it it's an easy shot to do so yeah four shots of fireball and then i remember the guy handed me the tab and it was 60 bucks for four shots of fireball and i was like i could buy i could buy four bottles of fireball for 60 bucks and i was just blown away but like the wind the wind will get you it'll get you everything it was it was clear that we were well beyond our our depth yeah (laughs) (laughs) it's like okay i'm gonna i'm gonna pay this tab and then i'm gonna leave here yeah we're good we all were like where i belong yeah so funny it's so funny i'll never forget um i feel like there was a carousel was there a carousel in the middle of mm-hmm. yeah yes. the wind and um and that was really cool and casey and i were like all glitzed up in our uh dresses with lots of sequins going on and i think that was the night casey was wearing her like one one shirt one shoulders like <laughs> dress or something and so she had like this bare arm cold arm or cold something. arm case cold arm case that's right um so yeah i remember that and then i'll never forget speaking of like the night scene and just how crazy things get at night um we have a lot of stories to tell that we won't, but I, this one story isn't going to hurt anybody. So I'm going <laughs> to tell this story. So it's my first trip to Vegas. I'm with all these girls from high school that I just adore. Mm-hmm. And so we were staying at the Stratosphere, um, but we'd made our way um, into, you know, the, I guess you call it uptown, like the new Vegas area. And, um, it was, uh, Elizabeth Partain, now Elizabeth Wood, um, uh, Melissa, Jessica, we were all, um, hanging out. We get into this one casino and it was really quiet. It was kind of more, maybe more of a, like a, the shopping part or something, you know? So it's like, oh, gotcha. imagine like a mall with like, you know, it's clear glass. It's kind of shut down. Yeah. It's kind of shut down for the night. You've got some escalators and we we're really just trying to find our way back and, um, ended up in this area. And, so we are going down these escalators and it's really just us with an eyesight and then we see these guys and and actually before we even saw these guys we were like being super stupid and we were like sliding down the banister of the escalator right which you know you can't actually do because it's rubber (laughs) and so we were just like acting real stupid and um and then these guys come up behind us and they're like no watch this and so then they really try to slide down the the banister right Mm -hmm. and you're talking about the rubber gripping that's on the side of the escalator and it moves with you right and it's rubber for a reason (laughs) 
And um, these guys, like, they, uh, this guy goes just tumbling down first try. Like, it wasn't even, like, much of a conversation. It was like, oh, there are people here. Oh, this guy's sliding down the banister. Oh, he's falling down the escalator. And people, if you stop for a second and think what an escalator looks like, yeah, every stair, every step is basically, like, um... Oh, just like metal teeth. Metal teeth. Well said. Yeah. Like these metal teeth. And he rolled all the way down Uh. these metal teeth stairs (laughs) and ended up at the bottom. And we were like laughing because we thought it was funny until his head hit the glass at the bottom and there was blood on the glass. And we were like, oh, my gosh. And all of a sudden, like, it wasn't such a, like fun night it was like (laughs) oh my gosh did anybody see us are we gonna get blamed for this like we don't even know this guy and is he okay like (laughs) most and first and foremost and so we talked to them for a minute and one of us was on our phone calling 911 and before you know it like ambulances arrived and stuff like that that's crazy and i still wonder to this day if that guy remembers that or if he just woke up in a hospital with stitches (laughs) i don't know i don't know how uh, how present he was but um did one of you give him your number um i don't think so because that's where all of that was headed and if he didn't even get the number that's it is so sad hey. but he kind of like he failed real fast so it was like oh it's like a fast fail you know like <laughs> <laughs> move on okay all right it's all good fast fail <laughs> like we were never here no big deal this never happened <laughs> that was really funny yeah that uh, that story for him probably stayed in vegas yeah, exactly. Yeah. Well, in traveling to Vegas, I mean, gosh, there's just like, there's so many tips. There's so many things that like, yes, little quirks about Vegas. Well, too. I would say like the number one thing that you just, for whatever reason, can't convince people of in Vegas their first time is that, yes, you can see it. Mm-hmm. And I understand that you can see the sign that says whatever casino you want to see. But no, we cannot walk there because, yes, it is a long ways away from here. I know. And no one will believe. Nobody believes it. And they're like, no, it's right there. We'll just walk it. Mm -hmm. And you're like, okay, all right. Well, we're going to walk for half an hour and then we're all going to be sweaty messes when we arrive at this place and in just horrible moods because we've been walking for days. Yeah. It takes a lot. Even if you've been there, it takes a lot to, you have to like constantly remind yourself like that's really far away just because you can see it. I mean, it could be miles and miles away, but yes, the casinos are so big that it feels close. I remember the first time I went, um, I actually went with my grandpa, Papa Bo and my aunt Lisa and my cousins, Blake and Ann, and we went, Papa Bo like, had a thing where the grandkids, he would take a, three at a time to Vegas. And so like when they were the youngest of the next three turned 21, then you would plan, plan it out and, and go to Vegas. And we actually really drove cool. out there. Yeah, like from Oklahoma, Papa Bo took us out there, taught us how to play blackjack and... And we got to see all the casinos. We went in, walked inside all the casinos, and it was really, like, really cool and mm-hmm. and great, great memories. And my Aunt Lisa has since uh, passed away, and yeah. I am really grateful to have had that trip 
um, with her just in, you know, in that kind of smaller group and, and get to go do something like that. And, and the memory of, you know, of going with, with Papa Bo and, and getting to be there with him. Like it's something that'll always stay and really kind of why I, I like to gamble when I go is I always think of Papa Bo and him teaching us how to play blackjack and, and that kind of stuff. And it really was special and and cool, but we stayed in his timeshare. That's cool. Yeah. And so he drove us out there. We stayed in his timeshare and, um, just got to, got to see Vegas. What was it like staying in a timeshare? Um, I mean the, the timeshare was great. Like it, you know, because it's kind of like an apartment. Yeah. Um, and it, I've stayed in other timeshares in other places Mm -hmm. and they were probably a little more convenient in other places because in Vegas you're there to be out and you're there to like eat out and that kind of stuff. So things like a kitchen and that are, are less helpful in Vegas than Mm -hmm. maybe other places and it's off the strip. So it may not be like the greatest setup for Vegas. Um, but you know, it was still really nice. And if it's better than not going. Yeah. Oh my gosh, <laughs> like, for you know, sure. And better than, better than like a Motel 6 or something like that. Yeah. Um, but still, you know, still pretty cool. That's really cool. And I mean, Papa Bo must have been winning awards for being like the coolest grandpa because. <laughs> <laughs> well, he still is the coolest grandpa. I mean, he's uh, like, we went and saw him recently and He's got a convertible Corvette, and um, he's he's 92 years old. He has a con- black convertible <laughs> Corvette, and the thing that you do when you hang out with him is smoke cigars. So it's so pretty cool. Yeah, that's right. That's right. <laughs> uh, but like other things about Vegas, just to keep in mind, is that like the first night is probably going to zap you, mm-hmm. particularly if you're coming from Central USA or the East Coast because you're, you know, you're losing. A couple of hours, two or three hours. So you're, and everything happens so late. Like that first night is, it's going to be a doozy. Yeah. And alcohol is really expensive in like clubs and things like that. Mm-hmm. So just be prepared for that kind of stuff. Maybe like bring something in pregame if like you're. Like 20, 25 bucks per drink. Yeah. I mean, yeah. Like cocktails are 20 25 bucks beers are 10 15 you know for just a domestic and so you're gonna you're gonna it's gonna be expensive yeah when you want to do that stuff yeah but um i would say do your research kind of figure out figure out the stuff that you really want to do and then budget for it uh just because you don't want to you don't want to go with the mindset of like oh everything in vegas is cheap or you know oh i'm gonna go I'm going to go win and then, you know, with my winnings, I'll, I'll pay. Right. Like, like gambling needs to be seen as entertainment and not, a, mm. not a source of income. <laughs> Put yourself on a gambling budget and know like I'm taking this, I'm taking this much. You're going to have to use cash anyway to like to play at the tables. So you have to like initially buy your chips with cash. Okay. So take your set amount of cash and go, I'm not, I'm not going to get more cash to gamble with. Like this is, mm, this is my that's smart. gambling cash. Yeah. And then if you come back with, if you come back with some cash, then Hey, like Good for you, you. you're ahead. 
Yeah, exactly. Exactly. You can buy somebody drinks while you're there. Yeah. It's perfect. Well, there is so much more, I mean, endless stories that we have about Vegas and so much more we could say, but we should probably wrap it up. <laughs> yeah, that's probably that's probably enough. We would have to start changing the names to protect the guilty if we exactly. tell too many more stories. Exactly. But thank you guys for joining us for this episode of Travel FOMO Podcast. Uh, before we go, we want to hear about your Vegas stories. Yeah. What, uh, what happened to you in Vegas that is too good to leave in Vegas? So... Post some throwback pictures. Tell us all about it. You can find us on Instagram, Facebook, TikTok, and YouTube. Uh, we'll be posting some throwback pictures of our own. Yep. And that's where you can keep up with us and, and what we have going on. That's right. And um, go ahead and do us a little favor and rate, review, and subscribe to the Travel FOMO podcast from wherever you're listening. And then you can also learn more about us at TravelFOMOPodcast.com. Absolutely. And don't forget to come back next week. That's right. Uh, we will be in New Orleans uh, where we'll talk about our time there, like such a rich culture, like a city really with kind of its own identity, the food, the music, the atmosphere. Uh, we'll talk about all of that. And uh, again, another great place to people watch. Oh my gosh, it totally is. Yes. But until then, you guys, just remember that life is short. Wander well. Thank you.